chapter 17, verse number 3 of Bhagavad Gita. Those as follows. Satvanurupam sarvasya shraddha bhavati vadata shraddha mayo yam purusho yo yat shraddha sa evasa. O son of Bharata, according to one's existence under the various modes of nature, one evolves a particular kind of faith. The living being is said to be of a particular faith according to the modes he, or I might add she, he or, he or she has acquired. Okay? And Srila Prabhupada's purport uh, elaborates on the subject of the three modes of nature and how we are, we are all um, carried by the modes and, and because all aspects of our lives are connected with the modes of nature, so also our faith. But the, the word Shraddha Maya, I think, is especially important. Um, the word Maya is not Maya with long A. It's not, you know, oh, I'm in Maya. It's short A, short A, Maya. Shraddha Maya, which means consisting of, or probably translates full of. So in other words, everyone, everyone is full of faith. So what does that mean? That means also the atheist is full of faith. The atheist's faith is that there is no God. <laughs> Just translate for my dad. Uh-huh. Uh, so, if everyone is full of faith, and we see all kinds of different sorts of faith, then what does that mean? What are, what are some of the implications? Well, one of the implications is in relation to my subject, which is conspiracy theories. It's the faith, or it's the, it's the belief um, that some conspiracy is going on. And it struck me after writing, uh, writing after reading uh, this article in, um, in Wikipedia about conspiracy theory, that I've been more or less aware of conspiracy theory since I was a child. Because when I was a child, the, the big danger thought to be there for America was the Russians. <laughs> the Russians are coming. <laughs> to the extent that in school we had, um, we had drills, we had practice for when there would be, if there would be, an attack. Um, by the Russians. 
We yeah. did the same, but I do my own. I'm the Americans gonna stroke it. The other way around. Yeah. So, and then when I was uh, 13 years old, our president of America, John F. Kennedy, was assassinated. And in America, this was such a, such a, such a profound event that you can ask anyone in America who was, you know, more than 10 years old at the time, where were you when you heard that Kennedy was shot? Everyone remembers exactly where, <coughs> what they were doing. Um, but my point is that, um, you know, sometime after that, then the conspiracy theories started. How was it that this, you know, how did it happen? Uh, this person was maybe the direct assassin, but then behind him was somebody else, and who knows, maybe the government was behind that. And of course, I don't know how many books have been written on that subject. A lot of books. Uh, <laughs> tons of books, probably. Whole libraries of books. Um, and then more recently, I remember uh, when, and you will all remember, 9-11, uh, right? Uh, the, the Twin Towers suddenly came crashing down, and it became a very, very suspicious thing. How was it possible that these huge buildings came down so quickly? Not only they came down, but another one came down a block or two away, just seemingly by itself. You see the videos where this huge building is just going to walk into the ground. And uh, some of us became very, quite convinced by various, uh, various people uh, that this, would, this could only have been a conspiracy. Uh, more recently, I've been made aware of the uh, conspiracy that we all believe, apparently falsely, that the Earth planet is a globe, when we should be knowing that it's a disk, a flat, a flat, the flat Earth, right? Uh, and that's interesting, and it seems to be, I mean, the main talk is, is about how, how the Earth is flat, but behind it, uh, the implication is, if not explicit, that it's a conspiracy. And um, maybe you can all name other conspiracies. That... Moon? Did we go to the moon? Yeah? Oh, yes, and Prabhupada uh, seemed to be suggesting that it was a conspiracy or a hoax, we are. another way of putting it, that we didn't go to the moon, we, whoever it was. Uh, Prabhupada eventually, he said, even if they went, they couldn't stay. <laughs> the real point was, even if they went there, they couldn't stay, because they're not qualified. Or they went to something else than the moon. Something. In any case, so there's a conspiracy element there as well. 
And then um, the most recent one that I've uh, someone wrote to me about, they were very concerned about the chemtrails. You know about the chemtrails? You don't know about the chemtrails? I thought everyone knows about Nobody's the chemtrails. looking into the sky. They're not looking in the oh, sky, yes. especially, <laughs> around, especially around London. We're all getting showered uh, with chemicals. We're all getting sprayed into... We're all becoming... Yeah. They did it like this in America, with all these ex-Nazi research scientists. They did the studies for the Americans and they experimented on some civilians in the 50s, 60s. Okay, well we won't go into the details of a particular conspiracy theory just yet. Um, okay, a little bit on the word conspiracy from from Wikipedia, according to the Oxford English Dictionary, conspiracy theory uh, is the theory that an event or phenomenon occurs as a result of a conspiracy between interested parties, specifically a belief that some covert, means hidden, but influential agency, typically political, in motivation and oppressive in intent is responsible for an unexplained event. And then it gives the example of, um, well, it, it's the first usage of the term comes from 1909, um, although actually it appears in some journal from 1870, the idea of conspiracy. And the word conspiracy derives from uh, the Latin uh, prefix con, which means with, and spirare, which means to breathe, to breathe together. <laughs> uh, which led me sort of indirectly to think at some point, what is the best conspiracy? Yes, <laughs> because we breathe together when we when we have sankirtan, when we chant the Hare Krishna mantra in in congregation. When we chant in congregation, one person sings and we all breathe <laughs> and then then we all sing at the same time which means we're breathing out together that's conspiracy <laughs> you've been all brainwashed <laughs> it's a fact we've all been brainwashed okay out of dirty things um yeah they mention about uh, some examples uh, famous deaths are common uh, objects of conspiracy theories. Government activities, new technologies, terrorism, and questions of alien life. 
Amongst the longest standing and most widely recognized conspiracy theories are notions concerning the assassination of John F. Kennedy, the 1969 Apollo moon landings, and the 9-11 terrorist attacks, as well as uh, numerous theories pertaining to alleged plots for world domination by various groups, both real and imaginary. Um, okay, so that's interesting. Uh, it seems like conspiracy theories are especially prominent starting from the 20th century. Which then leads to the point that <clears throat> whereas conspiracy theories have in the past been, uh, been promoted or so by, by fringe groups, people who are on the fringe, mm -hmm. now because of mass media, they become mainstream. Uh, one interesting example they give of a conspiracy theory, depending how you look at it, conspiracy or not, is uh, the idea of climate change. So some, there's, you know, the idea that there's climate change and there's the climate change denial idea. And so the climate change deniers are saying that the idea that there's climate change is a conspiracy. Um, yeah. Conspiracy theories, where do they get propagated nowadays? YouTube. <laughs> Facebook. Anything, any social media. Any social media, Twitter, whatever. Instagram, Snapchat, whatever. Yeah. yeah, and what's interesting is with all of these media, all of them, the way they function is it's it's <coughs> completely easy to to forward, to to share something you receive. Right? Fake news. Yeah, so you receive something. And you think, wow, that's interesting, that's far out, that's, yes, I believe it, or whatever. Yeah, makes sense, share, and then send it to all your friends, most of whom on Facebook you don't even know. <laughs> I started using Facebook. Uh, I guess two years ago, just kind of to see how it works. And now I've got all these friends. I don't know them. Most of them I don't know. Yeah, I could not accept them, but then I think, well, if they're asking, then let them be there for a while. If they, get, if they make trouble, then I will <laughs> delete. <laughs> no more friends. <laughs> okay, there are different types of conspiracy theory. According to Jesse Walker, 2013, 
there are five kinds. There's the enemy outside type of theory, which are based on uh, figures said to be scheming against a community from outside. There's the enemy within, this is number two. Finds the conspirators lurking inside the nation, indistinguishable from ordinary citizens. So this was what was going on as I was growing up in America. This was the 1950s decade was called the McCarthy era because this one politician, I forget his first name, McCarthy, uh, promoted the Red Scare, the scare that, you know, communism has infiltrated into America. And he was, he became hugely powerful because of this paranoia people had that, you know, there's a communist hiding behind the bushes. <laughs> and, uh, of course, that extended, that continued into the uh, late 60s when America got involved in the Vietnam War, there the paranoia was more external, uh, enemy outside, and what was promoted was so-called domino theory. The domino theory was if Vietnam falls to the communists, what will come next? Cambodia, this country, then it'll be Australia, then it'll be Japan, then it'll be Hawaii, California, ah! <laughs> then we'll all be finished. Okay, we have the enemy outside, the enemy inside, the enemy above, this involves Powerful people manipulating events for their own gain. Donald Trump. Yeah. And that's interesting because, why? Because it's totally in the news today about whether there was scheming between him and Putin, right? Mm -hmm. And whether they uh, manipulated so that he would get elected. It's, it's right there. It's, it's it's front, you know, front uh, front row seat news today. So that's the enemy above. Uh, the next one, anyone want to guess what it's going to be? We have enemy outside, enemy within, enemy above. Inside. We got inside, enemy within. Huh? Below, exactly. The enemy below features the lower classes working to overturn the social order, which of course was Marx's theory. Karl Marx said the lower classes are going to all rise up and take over. And the fifth one is called benevolent conspiracies. Benevolent means nice, good, well-meaning. The benevolent conspiracies are angelic forces that work behind the scenes to improve the world and help people. 
So that's the also you get in the New Age world, you get people apparently supposedly channeling angels and beings from other planets who are working for the welfare of people of this planet, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the benevolent conspiracy. Um, okay, this was Jesse Walker's five kinds of conspiracy theories. And then we have someone else uh, named Barkun. What was his first name? I got it here before. Uh, where did he go? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh yeah, Michael Barkun. Michael Barkun has a typology of three, three types. First, there's event conspiracy theories. And this refers to limited and well-defined events. Examples may include uh, conspiracy theories concerning, again, Kennedy assassination, 9-11, or another one mentioned here is the spread of AIDS. I never heard of this as a conspiracy theory. Yeah? Um, second type is systematic conspiracy theories. So there's events conspiracies, systematic conspiracies. Conspiracy, uh, this type is believed to have broad goals, usually conceived as securing control of a country, of a region, or even the entire world. The goals are sweeping. Uh, the conspiratorial machinery is generally simple. A single evil organization implements a plan to infiltrate and support existing institutions. This is a common scenario in conspiracy theories that focus on the alleged machinations of Jews, Freemasons, Communism, or the Catholic Church. Also, I just heard a couple of days ago, uh, Devotee was telling me he watched this film about, um, it was a documentary on Rajneesh, who then later called himself Osho, and how when they were in Oregon, you know, they, had, they built this whole town, and they wanted to take over the state um, by elections. <laughs> and so they did all kinds of totally wacky things. They imported homeless people from other states, and they, they fed them, and they gave them beer, and they said, all we want you to do is vote for us. And they did something else. They did horrible things else, I won't mention. They, 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 they tried to you know, manipulate existing institutions. So that would be systematic. <laughs> Eventually the police caught up to him. He, he was on the run, and they, find, they finally found him, I forget where. And um, 
First, they, 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 they um, transported him from one place to another, to another, to another, to another, just to get him shaken up and disoriented. And then they told him, uh, because he was arrested on tax evasion, probably, you know, millions of dollars of taxes unpaid. They said, we give you a choice. You go to prison for, I don't know how long it was, or you leave the country. Go back. I mean, obviously he's going to take that choice, right? Uh, third type is super conspiracy theories. Are you ready for this? For Barkun, such theories link multiple alleged conspiracies together hierarchically. At the summit is a distant but all-powerful evil force. His cited examples are ideas of David Icke and Milton William Cooper. Never heard. I don't know if we could include under super conspiracy theories uh, our understanding of Maya, but perhaps we could. Because in the Bhagavatam, uh, it is said, who says it, Shanaka Rishi or Sutta or Sukha, Vilajamanaya yasya statum ikshapate muya vikopa, mi mohita vikatante, mamaham iti durya. Vilajamanaya. Um, out of shyness or embarrassment, Vilajja, Maya stands at a distance to Krishna. Why? Because she has a thankless task. What is that? Vimohita vikatante mamaham iti durdiya to give everyone the, the mentality the Durdi, Durdhi, uh, of Mama and Aham, I and my. So perhaps we could say that there is indeed a super conspiracy. <laughs> and it's actually, of course, because it's all under the Lord's control. Daivihi Eshagunamayi, right? Mama Maya Duratya. Mama Maya, Krishna says, it's my Maya. So the conspirator, and the original conspirator, is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. <laughs> and he has uh, created a super conspiracy. But we could say it's also one that we are all participating in. That's what makes it really super. We're all participating in Krishna's super conspiracy. But the, the, the main uh, uh, main person, main choreographer of this super conspiracy is is my being. Uh, of course, there are conspiracies that are proven to be true. 
there are conspiracies. People conspire. Uh, the famous one from ancient time, uh, from Roman times, uh, is the assassination of Julius Caesar. And according to the version of, uh, of William Shakespeare, uh, as he's being stabbed in the back, I guess, uh, and he's still for a moment still alive, and his his so-called loyal follower Brutus is there. What's the famous line? What does he say? To me or to not you, Brutus as well. Et tu, Brutus? And you? That's it. <laughs> to be or not to be. It's too late. It's still Shakespeare. It's still Shakespeare, yeah. yeah. But there's yeah. another conspiracy that actually Shakespeare was a woman. Yes, that's another conspiracy. <laughs> that's another conspiracy, yeah. How could he be a woman? Wife and So, anyway, there are uh, true conspiracies. <laughs> Um, but, um, yeah, let's see what else we can say here that would be relevant. Of course, you can read this all yourselves. Anyway, what, what struck me is how it is that conspiracy theories seem to thrive now, and it seems to be very linked to technology. So media, media on the one side, and technology in general. And it seems to me that it has to do with our sense of helplessness in the face of technology that there's a sense that technology is there and it's it's a kind of creeping thing it's there more and more and it's a problem because it's a love-hate thing we actually love these little gizmos right and we hate them also because they can be exasperating especially when they suddenly don't work <laughs> but it's interesting to think about technology in relation to faith. Shraddha mayo. The word shraddha is uh, shraddha. Placed da in the shrad in the heart. It's that. It's that what keeps us. That what keeps us getting up in the morning and doing whatever we do. We have faith. But then conspiracy theory is a sense that um, there's, there's some great... Uh, um, there's some, some arrangement being made of... Uh, illusion or of untruth. 
And we don't know because it's hidden, we can't control it. Right? And so, whatever we see that we can't control, and it somehow affects us negatively, there must be somebody behind it. Somebody's pulling the strings. There's that painting, I don't know if it was Jadarani or who painted to illustrate the three modes of nature, and it's the demigods and their, you know, puppeteers. Yeah, like puppeteers. Owner points the finger to the worker to dig the hole. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dig that hole. <laughs> That's the one you remember. <laughs> Which is also interesting. What is it that we remember um, based on where is our faith and vice versa? How does our memory uh, reinforce our faith? Selective memory, right? We think we remember something because of a certain way of understanding reality. Anyway, um, these thoughts are going through my mind because someone wrote to me in great concern about the chemtrails. Maharaj, what are we going to do about this? <laughs> uh, there's been some analysis by uh, psychologists, by political scientists, sociologists, mm. and I think that's all interesting because I think, also I wonder, because it seems like conspiracy theories become particularly popular among devotees. Certainly. But it's fully understandable because the, to join to such things like Harksha movement, you don't trust the mainstream media or, or you don't research things. Just, what is the perfect breathing for the conspiratorialists? Because we're suspicious. And, don't, and trusty and rebellious and yeah. un anarchist or hippies or... Yeah, it's typical. Yeah, but um, our skepticism seems to be very limited. We, we are skeptical about, you know, mass media or whatever, but the skepticism kind of shuts off when it comes to, you know, some, th some idea about whatever, whatever else it is. Like, yeah, that's what those, those guys. Isn't it? I would know. How do you say? Very committal, very committed statement. You know, Guru Mahaj, you remember, Shri Prabhupada said, if they knew, he said, if you could tell me if, if exactly Shri Prabhupada said that, if they knew what I brought to this, to this world, they would have killed me. Um, I, heard, I heard this. Yeah, yeah. It's, so we have a big 
conspiracy also. Mm. Yeah, big dangerous for them. Huh? Very big dangerous for them. Very dangerous. For them. Yeah. It's how are we dangerous? <laughs> big dangerous. How? 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 We destroy the conspiracy theory. Uh, why would that be dangerous? We think like this. We destroy all kinds of theories. We destroy all theories. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can think of a lot of other reasons why we might be perceived as dangerous. Basically, we would be the causes the destruction of a huge um, sector of the economy, for example. <laughs> That's pretty dangerous. Yeah. Uh, we might also end up destroying the entire uh, defense industry. Alcohol, cigarettes, it's all the wins there, the biggest economy for the most of the countries. Yes. Yeah. So, so why, why do you think that the devotees are susceptible to conspiracy theories? Well, um, yeah, it's, it's a question in my mind, because <laughs> our skepticism towards mainstream culture is there, but there seems to be a, a, a very strong tendency towards um, gullibility elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I remember Guru Maharaj, Jaipreta Maharaj, when it happened 9-11. Yeah. He, came, he came and he, he was on a all, mission. Yeah, and he did all presentation. Yeah, he was on a mission. Uh, yeah. You know, this is Yeah. Sometimes you can lose yourself in the internet to watch different programs, different materials, different uh, interviews with different people saying so many things. And now it's up to you, really, are you going to believe it or not? Because we could took hours, we could spend night now talking about 9 11, or who killed Kennedy, or what. Yeah, you can know? spend your whole life with that. <laughs> <laughs> Area era A51. Yeah. But the body connects with Krishna, isn't it? So is, is belief the same as faith? faith the same as belief? I would say that uh, faith is the deeper level. It's the orientation, because it's in the Gita, it's talking about faith as a, a, a matter of orientation according to the modes of nature. So it seems to be the um, the orientation or the the disposition of the heart, which then permits for different sorts of belief. My prophet says, belief can change. Yes. So different faiths for different types of people. Yeah. With how they're affected by the modes of material nature. Yeah. 
they acquire different faith. Yeah. But that faith is not what we usually refer to as, you know, faith in this or that or the other, necessarily. And I think also it doesn't mean a religious faith or as such. It's something kind of deeper than that. Yeah, to go. Oh, he apologized to you very much. He's serving Bhaktivasamrita Maharaj. Okay. So he had to go. All right. Anyway, um, I don't want to beat this subject to death, but I thought it's interesting. Conspiracy theory. Um, I guess my point is, as devotees, maybe we need to cultivate, together with our faith in Krishna, a certain skeptic, a certain healthy skepticism towards everything else. <laughs> what was the difference between the healthy skepticism and blindly following of the ISKCON or I mean like the propaganda ISKCON? Uh, I didn't say anything about ISKCON. <laughs> I'm saying in general faith in Krishna. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much uh, dogma and uh, propaganda. And, uh, <laughs> well, you're bringing up a whole uh, can Cons of worms. Cons Conspiratory Pandora box. Pandora's box. Yeah, that's another can of worms. Yeah. Yes. I was thinking, generally, devotees, when they join, I mean, most, I don't know, everyone's stories, they are convinced because the facts, okay, not so much facts, but like uh, logic and, you know, this and that, you know, somehow you get convinced to join. And many of these, many of these theories, conspiracy theories, they, they have quite convincing facts, and maybe that's why devotees have that tendency to go towards them, because it's very convincing, same like with Krishna consciousness. Yeah. I am, like 9-11, I watch lots of... Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's true, it's yeah. true, and I also, about the flat earth, there was a two, two hours of video with facts brought by different people and different, different ages, not uh, scientists who prove that that's the fact, okay, and okay, might, might not be, might be, but the facts, so when you look at them and say, okay, that, how you said, it makes yeah. sense. So that's why maybe devotees are more prone, because they have that type of intelligence that, okay, let me think, or oh, is it logical, yes, this, that. But I think there's something else there that gets back. We're talking about conspiracy theory. Our subject, I, okay. I took as my Shastra, uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> no, but we started with Bhagavad Gita. Um, I think it goes back to technology, because all these arguments for this or that theory are are also arguing on the basis of some some explanation that involves technology by someone who is supposedly an expert. And we find ourselves in a position of not being expert, 
And so someone who has some kind of label of being an expert, and I don't know, he or she knows what they're talking, must know what they're talking about. Um, but you see, you can take it a, a step further back. Anything you watch on, on, on YouTube uh, can be put together yeah. in such a way that you will be convinced of what they want you to be convinced of, right? So that can be another conspiracy. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. Uh, that I just wonder, what, what, do what do people gain if they get somebody to believe what they're saying in, in their, in their what, what is their, well, eventually, what is their gain? I mean, I don't the gain is it. that eventually if enough people are convinced, then they can uh, overthrow a government or whatever. Crown, crown themselves? Crown themselves, yeah. <laughs> now, we know. now we know the earth is flat. <laughs> About the earth, actually, it's a book, which is called... There's a book? Yeah, uh, the video, the person was reading from a book. There is okay. a book about that, which is compiled by I don't know who. Uh, it's written there, I don't remember. And there are all the evidence of different, age, not ages, but like uh, centuries, of that, that person did that experiment, then another yeah, yeah, one, yeah. then another one. It's a whole book, two hours he was reading yeah, yeah, from yeah. a book. Yeah. And you, you get like, oh my God, really? <laughs> <laughs> but then there's another film, which I just saw a couple of days ago <laughs> yeah. on Vimeo, uh, called... And it's interviews with it's interviews with um, astronauts. And their one message, they're not arguing against the flat earth theory. There's no mention of that theory. <laughs> That's not an issue for them. <laughs> what they're all saying is what a profound experience they had. They said almost like a religious experience. When they got out there and they looked back and they saw the earth. So there was something just really overwhelming about seeing the earth and seeing it as a unity, as a single earth. That was kind of the message of the film. Hey, hey everybody, we're all on one little planet. Are we gonna, you know, go on fighting with each other? And if we are, are we gonna thereby destroy ourselves or what? Mm. But it was, yeah. So that's the other side. You can see such videos also. <laughs> no, no, definitely. I'm not saying, I'm just saying that um, because you, he asked the question and you too, yeah. why we are prone to that. And I, I think maybe that's the reason because just we, we like to be convinced by. I know, we want to be convinced of something. Yeah.
Well, somebody could say that Krishna consciousness is conspiracy theory. Purely. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Where yeah. do you have the best yeah, conspiracy? What, yeah. Yeah, a... Judging by <laughs> the uh, literal meaning of conspiracy. Con. Like we start talking about Aspire. To breathe together. So we breathe. Hare Krishna, so, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. When we have Sankhya. So the point is, if there are conspiracy, conspiracy theories, um, we should convince them to preach more extensively on all kinds of levels to bring Hare Krishna. Okay. 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 Yeah. Preaching and and then, then it's a then then, um, then it's going to be a challenge because I mean I'm speaking from my personal experience because I'm trying kind of hard uh, on different uh, internet uh, forum forum open forums yeah. discuss so yeah. present so the biggest challenge for me is. Uh, Mostly these people are just hardcore atheists or scientists, pseudo-scientists, and for them, uh, of course I know from the start that they are, so I'm not kind of delusional that I can confess with them one or two exchange a uh, few words or sentences, but for me it's a, it's a big, uh, nice experience, a big challenge. What kind of arguments I can find uh, to to pit them or at least convince them to, to look differently, to accept, uh, let's say, Bhagavatam or, or Bhagavad Gita. And some of them are also Indians, so they supposedly or theoretically, oh, of course, I know, I know, I know, and then they present so many things about Shiva or, or Vishnu and Radha or Krishna, but then, then uh, during the conversation, you just realized that they had no clue actually from the start. Like Prabhupada was teaching, NBC is just to, to understand that you are this body. <laughs> so, 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 so to bring them uh, to that level of reality. It's not easy. Not easy. Um, so if devotees will spend more time preaching or presenting it with Krishna consciousness, they could... Rather than watching videos about flowers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I, I have a question. I was... Uh, it's related to the topic you mentioned before today. I mean, some time ago I was... Uh, uh, I kind of noticed that Prabhupada was very uh, skeptical about communism. And maybe... maybe We've also felt this sometimes in his conversations. Yeah. So, uh, could you tell something more about that? <laughs> professor Kotowski. Kotowski. Why he? Wa I mean, Kotowski was just a professor. Well, there's two sides, I think. One is, of course, social. One, of course, is his uh, introduction to Isha Panishad, where he offers the idea of spiritual communism. Basically, that uh, there is the Lord, and He is the owner of everything. Everything belongs to Him. So that's His way of saying, you know, 
He's kind of playing with the idea of communism, spiritual communism. We have communism, but it's spiritual. There's one owner. But then, on the other side, he saw this official, you know, communist party position of the Russian system, at least Marxism, is atheistic. So that's the opposite. That's rejecting the ownership of the land. And therefore, yes, he was very suspicious. But were, were uh, communists were, were they still have a party or had a party in India? To kind of because the way I the communist party in India. Yeah, so they were. There's different communist parties in India. So I think that was something. The, there's the Naxalites in West Bengal. Yeah, I think they're all atheistic. In Kerala, they're also yeah. quite strong. Communism mm -hmm. yeah. started in Kerala. In India. Oh, started in Kerala. Mm -hmm. yeah. Being uh, growing in communist times. Um, <laughs> Some of us can know very well the effect you had experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it wasn't communism, it was a kind of socialism. Right? In Poland, they, did they speak of communism or they, they didn't? Yeah, I remember it very well when we had the. Marshall, uh, Marshall uh, <laughs> especially that my father was a soldier, so when this happened, all happened, I, I remember all these crazy things. Um, you know, he was the captain of the Polish army at that time. You know, all this, you know, had a little, real gun under the pillow in the first days of December. It was, let's say there was, let's say, the Manhattan meeting or birthday party, 10 p.m., okay, bye, we have to go home. I'll we'll see you again. Curfew. Yeah. Nine p.m. Yeah, nine p.m. <laughs> anyway, we could, we could talk about it, but because of, because of curfew. Yeah. Nine p.m. to six a.m. And like I, like I mentioned, which years was that? Eighty-one, eighty-four. Those ration cards. It was uh, we used to have in the school the. Ration cards were till eighty-nine, I think. I don't you mean but a certain amount of food, yeah? We could yeah, the, 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 between 81 and 84, the ration cards for everything, but after 89, 84, the, the, the means for certain items, but it was crazy, and I can tell you about. So, uh, in school, even we have education, like you mentioned, that when you we used to go to school in March, they used to teach you that Americans, they're going to, the, the communists, they're going to drop the bombs, and all you have to do. We have opposite. Yeah. I remember we used to have on time to put the gas mask on the face and take it off. And oh, we, wow. We and you have to, that. let's say the bomb explodes there, and you have to run against the window because the blast of the. <laughs> Our training was not that extensive. <laughs> go, on, go on the tables, put yeah, the mask we went, gas on. We didn't have gas masks. We, we just we, had <laughs> under the tables or going into the, out of the classroom, into the hallway and sitting with our head between our knees. <laughs> could, we could hardly breathe. We were supposed to sit like. <gasps> we had the uh, bunkers under the ground. So they would bring the pupils from school and teach them what to do in, in case of uh, 
nuclear attack from the Americans. The Americans. Yeah. yeah. What's that in Sofia? Yeah. Everywhere, Eastern Europe. Yeah. If we met for let's say forty years ago, we must you are our enemy. I know. But God Maharaj, you are distributing books, isn't it, in Poland at the time with the Bhakti Chitra Maharaj, isn't it? Not Bhakti Chitra Maharaj, but others. Nineteen. Well. Uh, 1978, yeah, we went, uh, I guess the first time was 78, maybe 77, I'm not sure. You were caught with the literature? Yeah, we had each, uh, Polish Ishapanishad, we had, I think, 20 copies with us. Not so much, but it was enough. They were very polite. Uh, they said, well, we... We'll be taking those books. You can. They just sent us away from the city. You can go on. But then the next time we couldn't get a visa. Yeah. That's how they were. <laughs> but I remember you came back to Torin for the program. Well, it would have been ten years. Yes, I, I was in the army at the time. And I in the army? Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and Tamoha Krishna. Please come to me, Tamoha. I arranged the, the, the program in the social club. The reason we got caught in Torun was we, um, we didn't follow the instructions of our GVC. He said, don't stay in any place more than one night. And we we decided to stay in, um, a night there because the people were so nice. They wanted to do a program again the next day. Oh, okay. So we stayed. We shouldn't have. Anyway. To jest życie. Życie w świat materialny. Świecie materialny. Świecie materialny. Okay, when I start trying to speak Polish, we know that's the time to stop. Hare Krishna, Śrīla Prabhupāda. We were just talking about this subject only, and you've been busy. Also, it's all it's all recorded. Don't go on YouTube. Don't go on YouTube. On YouTube. I bought a stream of those on YouTube. Vimeo is much higher class than YouTube. 
Verse is chapter seven, chapter seventeen. 